Anyways, we got Jake on this episode, and uh, I feel like that's very appropriate because we've had a lot of uh, of discussions where I feel like you were very helpful to me, gave me some no. good advice in difficult times when I was extremely depressed and wanting to quit comedy. <laughs> Brittany's making a confused face right now, <laughs> <laughs> as if to say, you? <laughs> Has, oh, have you not had the same experience with Jake? Has he been a terrible friend? No, I think Jake is capable of great advice. I just don't think he's very caring. <laughs> Oh wow! I, I feel like maybe that is that's so much worse. I I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I mean, I I don't. I think there's a good balance where sometimes when you're going through a difficult time, somebody will try to give you a pep talk and give you inspirational oh, advice and worst. stuff, and try to make you feel better. And that's not helpful. Not no. me, man. I, I always keep it real. Yeah, you keep it pretty. I feel like you do a good balance of being like keep kind, but also say. not bullshitting you and not why you don't know. you just change your routine yeah something like not helpful and super cliche maybe That's just drink kind more of water advice. if you tried <laughs> yoga maybe <laughs> smile more smiles radiate yeah. other smiles that's what, I've, that's what i've heard you know laughter's <laughs> contagious yeah david <laughs> that's my advice to you and to anyone <laughs> listening i know you do general advice at mm-hmm. the beginning so that's my laughter's that's your contagious. general advice yeah <laughs> All <laughs> oh right, because you're you're a listener. See? I forgot, <laughs> and then you laughed in response. <laughs> true. God damn it! I'm oh good. my god, maybe it's real. <laughs> I I doubt it. But I think I'm happy now. You are <laughs> like yeah. in life, yeah. just content. Yes, <laughs> well, that was easier than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Well, who yeah, knew? That, guy, that was also not a happy laugh. That guy was ro- laughing was derisively at someone. It was I maniacal. <laughs> <laughs> it was very scary. <laughs> just doesn't matter the the tone of the laugh doesn't matter at all no, no specific just the fact that you're laughing yeah cool that's all that counts <laughs> that's all people will remember do you have any um other general like real advice that you've been thinking about oh, lately real advice? or that you've gotten lately that has been helpful or hmm. not helpful the world kind of i don't know if you know about the, this about the world but it kind of like sucks yeah right now yeah. if you've been I know you don't read the paper, but it's, it's really bad. <laughs> a pretty does, apparently. <laughs> Advice column question. <laughs> so anytime uh, bad stuff is happening, which is often, you know, every three hours now, mm-hmm. it's important to remember on, like, the things that you can actually affect, which mainly comes down to your relationship with other people, even if it's, you know, friends or family or just someone who's working at a restaurant you're in like some you're engaged someone in a service industry capacity um yeah just be nice to them as much as you can yeah and like that's all you can really control Mm. yeah yeah i think about that all the time like i never want to make anybody's life worse but then sometimes it's just so fun to be mean to people (laughs) That's true. But yeah. usually when they deserve it, though, you're not just mean to somebody that's just minding their own business. I you? don't know, man. Do no, I'm kidding. It's yeah. <laughs> terrible. I mean, that, that advice does not apply to anyone who is actually an asshole. Yeah. Just people who have not yet proven themselves to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. That advice applies to. Yeah. But if it's like, you know, some guy protesting an abortion clinic or something. Yes. Don't be nice to him. Yeah. Well, I I like that you're what you're saying about like the stuff that you have power over and that you yeah. don't because sometimes like the big difficult things about life you just don't can't do anything about it. Yes, there has it to be a certain amount of like acceptance and and 
you know, the the whole concept of existentialism is just to, you know, whatever purpose that you can create for yourself. So yeah, looking at it on a smaller scale like that is like kind of the only thing that can give you hope if you're not a religious person, I guess, because if you are then or if you're a spiritual person, you can be like, oh, good karma and, you know, afterlife and all this shit. But if you don't believe in any of that stuff, mm. that really is the only thing you can do to try to keep yourself sane. Yeah, I mean, it's just so overwhelming how shitty everything is yeah. all the time that you can. It's very easy to just give up. Yeah. And I definitely understand that impulse. But, it, you know, I mean, the only just make the changes that you can. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, I could be more of an activist. <laughs> certainly. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad about not being one. But, you know, as far as interpersonal relationships go. Just be cool, man. Yeah. My That's how I would sum it up. It's just be cool, man. <laughs> My advice would just be to stop paying attention as much as possible. <laughs> it makes it a lot easier to not get upset. It would probably improve my mental health immensely if I just deleted yeah. Twitter from my phone. I have actually had to do that a lot. Like, I will not watch anything or read a lot of stuff about Kavanaugh because I'm just like, I just, I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want to be upset today, all day. I don't want to see what they're doing to that poor man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a scary time for men in America. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry, guys. guys. Railroaded. I appreciate oh. that you're listening to my problems and <laughs> hearing yeah. my, my voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, finally David's message has come through. <laughs> which is, it's just tough to be a boy. It's so hard to be a guy. But it's like okay, so I heard that and it enraged me uh -huh. and made me want to cry. <laughs> but if I didn't maybe turn on the TV that day, or go online at all, or yeah. um, be out in the world at all, and I never saw that, my day yeah. would have been better, you know. So yeah. But isn't there but like a certain level of complacency that we all reached that now we ended up at this point? Like, I feel like just I several years ago, I just didn't give a fuck about politics. And I now this, all this is happening. I think it's important to be angry. Yeah. I really, I mean, I, as much as it's not good for you, I think yeah. people being super angry and like holding on to that anger for the people that deserve it. That's the only way that change is ever going to happen yeah. in anything. So if you don't let yourself get mad, then... Mm -hmm. You're just kind of going to let the bad guys get mad and yeah. they're going to use that passion to fuel their horrific projects. So, yeah, get mad. I mean, it's like you always say at the end of every episode, just don't overdo anything. It, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't well. need to. I know what's happening. I don't yeah. need to watch every little. Yeah. And that's thing understandable. For, I can understand where you're coming from on that. Yeah. Also, um, I just know personally that I am not the person that's going to do anything about anything. <laughs> Like I'm not going to affect any sort of change. Wow, that's beautiful. Um, <laughs> so you've, you've been reading my tattoo. Think, so. <laughs> so it's worth it to me to just not upset myself sometimes. Mm. Right. Well, the thing I mean, maybe we're this is too serious, but like, there's never going to be one person that like changes all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be all of us. Mm -hmm. The workers of the world will unite. That's just quoting my favorite book. But yeah, people have to come together to make changes like the ones that we need. Mm -hmm. This is my very subtle uh, nod to a need for <laughs> communist revolution in America. Mm, pretty cool. Go out, go out and do it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that I'm part of the problem. Well, that's all any of us can do. <laughs> 
What more can you ask? <laughs> that's, for small. That's, a good, that's a good first step. Yeah. <laughs> it's acknowledging that you're the problem. I mean, I yell at guys at bars and say really feminist stuff, and people are like, ugh, Brittany. Yeah. Here she goes again, running her mouth. Overreacting. So, you know, I do my due diligence. That's something. Okay, here's That's the most actionable piece of advice I could possibly give. If you're a guy and you see another guy being a creep, yell at him. That's it. Yeah. It's very simple. Because they'll listen to you. They because if they'll yeah. respect you saying that's, that. I mean, that's true. If a guy yeah. is a misogynist, they're not going to be talked out of that by a woman. For sure. You know? So, like I said, I don't matter. I'm not going <laughs> to affect any sort of change. That's right. I'm just going <laughs> to hang out. And wait for a man to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when will a man please yell at him for me, please? When will my prince come yeah. and yell at this man at a bar? Well, yeah, it's a tough one. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> you've gotten lower and lower in your chair. <laughs> I'm sliding down a little bit. It's funny. This is slippery. These are slippery chairs. They are slippery. Yeah, actually. I mean, you got a foot holding yourself in place, so that's how I think you're able to stay up there so well. You know what? I never realized that maybe this is why I sit like this. Just to, to hold my yourself? body up. I need, I need help. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing fine. You well, are. I'm Jake's just, just good at sitting. He's just... <laughs> that's true. Thank you for <laughs> noticing. Yeah. <laughs> how good you are at sitting. Yeah, that's... Probably one of my top skills. Yeah. Well, real quick before we move on, I just feel like, do you not? <laughs> I'm really curious that you had such a strange reaction to me saying Jake is good at advice. Oh. <laughs> you just like let me. Let's. Can we explore that a little bit more? I'm curious that your experience. Yeah, I, with you him. think I should not be on the show? Is that what I'm? No, <laughs> I, I actually I don't know why I had that reaction because I'm thinking back and I feel like I used to. Um, talk to you quite a bit about things and you were helpful. Like I used to think I was fat all the time and I would complain to Jake about that quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And what was his kind of advice for he that? He was like, girl, <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sure, but you can't do anything about it. So Except just it. live your life. Smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just smile more. Yeah. Uh, no, he was always like, you're not at all. Yeah. You're crazy. See, that's feel like that's kind of helpful in some ways. I think he did literally just be like, that's dumb what you're saying. Yeah. But in a nice way where I didn't <laughs> feel like he was being attacked or insulted or or my problems were being belittled. But what I was saying was ridiculous. And he acknowledged that it was while still being a nice person about yeah. it. Yeah. I actually like I want I was like, if you can convince me that I actually have like body dysmorphia or something's wrong with me, like that would make me feel better because I would at least have some comfort in knowing that like what I'm thinking is not at all accurate or yeah. in any sort of... And for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one's kind of a tall order to tell someone that they have body dysmorphia. <laughs> I, so it would have helped you if I had convinced you you had a mental illness. <laughs> I, th- I think because I think I would have been able to take some solace in the fact that like, even though I really feel like I, f- I look this way, I guess I know that I there's, a there's something wrong with me. Yeah. And so I probably don't. I kind of get that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, if you... Same thing happens with depression sometimes. It's like uh, sometimes you're just... Sometimes you're very depressed and you yes. can't leave the house and, you know, you can't talk to people, you can't enjoy things that you used to like. And sometimes um, you're just a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's easy to sort of use the excuse of, oh, well, I'm... I'm cursed. I have this affliction that <laughs> came from nowhere has <laughs> stricken me yeah. to just play God of War for nine hours <laughs> on every day off. But, uh, you know, you also do have to take 
some responsibility yes. <laughs> for your actions. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, depression's real. Yeah. All mental illness is very real and serious. But I, yeah, I feel like that's been really bothering me lately because I've been seeing. We talked about this a little bit on the last episode, how there's like a culture of like boringness that people like to brag yeah. about how little they do and how much time they spend watching TV and how much they hate going out. And I think part of that comes from people being more uh, accepting of like certain things like, yeah. like, well, I can't help it. I have anxiety. I have depression, stuff like that, which is, yeah, I totally understand that completely. Yeah, and that's same. the thing. Yeah. But you can't just be like, that's the way things are. So I'm super happy that I'm doing all these things that are probably not healthy. Well, and I feel like because it's more widely accepted now, so many people are saying that when they don't actually know what it means. Like when people have a bad headache and they're like, I have a migraine. And I'm like, yeah. those are I not really the same things yeah, I at really do all. get migraines. I, yeah. I, that was directed <laughs> at you, David. I feel really insulted that you called me out for that. <laughs> no, but I used to get migraines when I was in middle school. So now when people are like, I have, I'm like, if you're not like vomiting yeah, and about to like cry mm -hmm. and like you don't have a migraine but i'm just saying, like people would be like i'm depressed or i'm anxious and i'm like you mean you're nervous and you're kind of sad because it's yeah. not at all the same yeah thing. yeah i mean you don't have anxiety just because you're nervous before a date or a job interview that's humans <laughs> that's kind of like what it's just like to be alive yeah um but i and i do think a lot of people apply it's good that we've come to accept mental illness more. Yes. And there's no reason to have an extra level of shame on top of what's a really horrible mm -hmm. disease that a lot of people are saddled with. But that doesn't mean that the correct thing to do, like acceptance includes just completely submitting to it. Yeah, exactly. In all facets of life. Like that is not the answer. No. <laughs> yeah. And it's coming from someone that's had depression for my entire life. Same. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny because what you said is true. There are definitely times where I will blame things on it. And I'm like, oh, for sure. I've been depressed as long as I can remember. And then I'll go through like a bout of actual really bad depression. I'm like, yeah, that w I was not really that depressed <laughs> at that time. <laughs> like, this is real bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like I've really gotten a hold of it over the last couple of years. And I think a lot of that has been from actively not accepting my depression and making steps towards helping my doing things to improve my mental health when you're super For depressed sure. do you force yourself to do things sometimes if i can sometimes yeah. if i can i'm really yeah. bad at that yeah. i will t totally submit to it 100 percent. if mm. i'm depressed i like feel like i have an excuse to not do anything and yeah. i will not like i cannot make myself i think yeah. i know the trends of my depression and so that there's times where i know what I need to do right now is just go lie down in my room and do nothing. But that's for that's reserved for times when life really has me down. Yeah. And the rest of the time, I just kind of try to power through it by keeping busy. And then when that falls through, that's when I get really sad. And then I can't because then that's when it's yeah. the worst for me because I tried to stay busy and I tried to do something to fight through the depression. But now I have no plans and nothing to do. And so I just fall asleep early and I'm like... That's like one of my wor worst kind of days is when I try to make some plans to keep busy mm. and better myself as a person and they fell through and then I'm just like at home just fucking miserable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could take a little solace in the fact that you tried. It's not good enough for me in those moments <laughs> though. I, yeah, I now looking at it from this point of view, then yes, but. Well, just, yeah, in retrospect, yeah. you could feel better. Because in the moment, it's hard to have any perspective at all. Mm-hmm. But it is important to think back on it and be like, 
okay, I mean, at least I made an attempt. I'm not mm-hmm. going to beat myself up about that particular <laughs> night. Maybe the next night when I didn't try to do anything and just yeah. watched Parks and Rec mm-hmm. again. I've been watching then, so much Parks and Rec. I've never seen it. It's... <laughs> And you say you have depression. <laughs> oh, my God. What a joke. I don't like watching that shows. Is, you don't like watching shows? Not really. That's an interesting opinion. I'll watch a, like a movie a, like a ton of times, but I just don't like watching shows that much. I make is a couple exceptions like here and there. Simpsons is a pretty good show. Yeah. No, a couple exceptions. <laughs> oh, I thought you said I'll watch The Simpsons no, here and there. No, no, no. I'll make a couple exceptions. Well, you should make an exception for The Simpsons. It's a really good show. <laughs> <laughs> is it like you don't want to get invested in it just seems a like show? a lot of like time commitment spent on because a lot of the times people's logic and i was just arguing with this with a friend the other day she's like oh it just seems like a movie is such a long commitment i'm like i fucking guarantee you don't watch one episode of a show you fucking watch yeah. shows all fucking night that's the way a lot of people do it you're trying to say oh i only watch a couple episodes but you never do you end up fucking watching the entire season in one sitting it that's feels different though right you don't you feel like you're committing for half an hour to an hour yeah and then this is just my opinion like i feel like i have the option to opt out yeah i got multiple options but if i'm watching a movie it's like okay i gotta be here for all of gone with the wind or whatever so i gotta (laughs) sit tight for this four hour movie i guess sometimes uh, a lot sometimes if i start a movie late i will just finish it the next day i won't so i don't i guess that's the problem, the difference is like, I just don't, I just, I'll just stop watching it and finish it another time. I do not like doing that. Yeah. I is. started watching Ben Hur at midnight one time. Oh, well, that was your bad. <laughs> I, look, I'm not blaming anybody but myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I started, th- that movie is three hours and 46 minutes, I think. I'd be really impressed with myself if it's exactly three hours and 46. <laughs> but it's extremely long <laughs> and it ended right before 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I got, I've started it. I'm going to finish it. But you don't do that with TV shows? I mean, sometimes I'll stay up a little bit later than I was planning. You were so close. It was three hours and 44 minutes. Oh, my God. So close. Still pretty impressive. Yeah. The times that I have gone into a TV show, that happens where I'm just, it just one ends and it's like late. I'm like, oh, just watch one more. And I end up watching way fucking more than I would have if I had put a movie on. So That's true. Yeah, I mean movies do have the benefit of and a lot of times you end up putting a lot of investment into it and then the end of the show is like shit and then how much does that suck but sometimes you like watch something like six feet under and it's one of the best endings of all time it's so rare yeah (laughs) and i I can't confirm or deny that that's true (laughs) you know you could always wait until the show's over and then everybody's the reviews are in yeah yeah listen to people tell you hey the show's good all the way through and the ending is not yeah a massive crushing yeah. disappointment like well i guess i also uh, like lost. like movies so much and want to yeah I l- be better about watching like certain movies that if it's like i should i yeah. should watch this classic movie that everybody says is really great i yeah i feel that 100 percent. there are a lot of it, like if people talk about a movie that's supposed to be good that i haven't seen it bothers me yeah i'm like god like the, like you saying ben-hur and me having not seen it i feel guilty no, you should that. it's shameful i haven't seen lawrence of what arabia oh i haven't seen like a bunch of good movies that i feel like i should watch and i could watch that instead of a show so i feel like yeah i mean i've been kind of making a project of watching a lot of classics that i hadn't seen recently mm-hmm. so i I just watched Gone with the Wind for the first time in the last couple of months. How racist was it on a scale of 1 to 10? Oh, I mean, like a 14. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's there it's just extremely casual yeah. about it it's not even really addressed as an issue yeah. which is weird because I, I mean i saw someone online there was like a, a twitter thread about what movie villain did you identify did you agree with the most mm-hmm. and one of the top answers was uh, the union army from gone with the wind <laughs> they're just everybody in that movie is a bad person yeah that's so funny <laughs> if anyone's seen it you'll you agree. must agree with me yeah everyone is a bad they're compelling you know but, mm. but just so zero wrong. zero good characters yeah for sure i haven't seen it yeah. I haven't either. Madison watched it for school, and I meant to watch it with her, but never did. That's one I would recommend breaking up because it's it's super long. Yeah, I would say it's three hours and forty six minutes. <laughs> if I had to guess. Oh uh, well. <laughs> okay, um, we're gonna fact check you again. Did you get one of those scratch off posters that has like the classic movies and you? No, Facebook is demanding that I buy that poster, but I, I don't think not. I've even seen this. No, I don't want to do that anyways. That sounds dumb. Yeah. I <laughs> So it's <laughs> fucking have a post. What, You're what? not as close, but it's three hours and fifty eight minutes. Oh, that's it's fairly close. Long. Yeah, it's, it's close. It's cool. close. All right. Well, let's, let's get, get into, into some, some advice. Some <laughs> questions. You usually use the first half of the podcast to just kind of dick around. No. Well, no, but okay. we haven't talked to you in a long time, and I that's feel like true. it was good catching up, and mm-hmm. you know, going over some other stuff. Also, before we get into this, like, I should one more time clarify because I had some listeners friends of mine nick uh shout out to nick and kat who were listening to my podcast and uh so are the caroline and david so thanks for listening guys but they did uh someone gave me a little bit of uh criticism that we are too mean to our our people that we give advice to and i disagree with it 100 percent. i i none of these people are listening <laughs> i also feel like i i always feel like i try to kind of see both sides of it i do for too, the most but part. when i think the person is full of shit and dumb for mm. some of the decisions that they make i'm gonna make fun of them but i think that's what we do that's the whole purpose of this podcast also i wouldn't take it too seriously it's one thing if someone you know writes into you and asks you for advice and uh-huh. you're mean to them these are people <laughs> who don't know who you they've never heard of this yeah. show they're writing to fucking ask prudence yeah at the Philadelphia Union Times, mm-hmm. like they're these people are long dead. Yeah, for sure. Some All of them, them for sure. Especially the ones with like trying to divorce husbands. They probably got murdered. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, I know that they don't know me, but I'm um, not that nice of a person. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, but we're not licensed therapists or anything like that. We're not fucking. I'm so glad you made that. We're disclaimer. very not qualified at all to be giving real advice, which is why we have this fucking podcast because we're. You know, just dicking around. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's see if we can be nice about this one. We won't. <laughs> I doubt it. I'm going to go so I hard on this for person. Sure. Oh, my God. For sure. The first one I, I have, I'm not nice about this one. blood today. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to think of my answers before, but okay. Okay. Let's do this. My husband tends to fight dirty, and I don't know how much more I can take. If we argue about some issues between us, he'll say something something along the lines of, this is why you have so much trouble with your colleagues at work. Oh, oh, yeah. He knows this is a touchy subject and it upsets me. I have ongoing issues with two colleagues who give me the silent treatment for months over perceived but not intentional slights. And it causes me a lot of social social isolation and anguish. I'm upset because he brings this up when we argue to validate his point of view. Of course, this escalates our fights and he eventually apologizes. However, I know the next disagreement we have, he'll resort to similar tactics. 
We've tried counseling, but it's tough to fit into our busy schedules, and it never stopped him from resorting to personal attacks of character during our fights. I don't know what to do anymore. I want to forgive him, but I don't see the point since his apologies don't mean anything. Is there anything left for us to try before I throw in the towel? Damn. (laughs) (laughs) My initial reaction when I read this was like, they probably might be right about you. (laughs) What? (laughs) Because... No, because so I you're, f- and you're trying to be nice. <laughs> okay, so I feel like depending on how much self-awareness somebody has and how rational you are, anytime that I have been annoyed with somebody at work, they've 100% deserved it. So mm. if she has several colleagues who are like ignoring her and telling her she sucks and your husband is throwing that in your face, which yes, rude, and he should probably be on your side and not do things like that, but I'm going to figure with that, but continue. Okay. But I mean, there's probably some truth to it. Boy. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe it's possible that they are both assholes. Yeah. Right. I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of times people complain about their marriage. It's like, oh, maybe you both suck in your own unique and beautiful ways. Yeah. Well, everybody does. Sure. Like, sure. All of us here suck in some way or another. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Brittany's shaking her head. She knows Jake, I don't. Suck. Jake doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's tough because I, I would never advise someone to forgive someone for something that they do all the, the time, time and yeah. have repeatedly apologized for and then continued to do. At some point, those apologies mean less than nothing, mm-hmm. and it's insulting that he continues to even apologize. He, at a certain point, you should just own it and be like, no, yeah, that's what I do. I'm shitty to you at arguments. But what if he's right? Like, so he's saying this Even is... Even if wh- he's right. This like is why you have so much trouble with your colleagues at work. Like, at some point, like, maybe isn't not helpful to accept that and be like, maybe it is why. And maybe I need to work on changing whatever that is. Okay, so let's turn this around. Let's give the husband some advice on how to deal with this horrible <laughs> wife. This <laughs> wench of a wife. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel like a th- there's a, enough evidence here to support the fact that she's shitty and everybody's right about her. You know, sometimes mm. there isn't, and sometimes we just have to create our own you story. You just have to invent your story, you know, that imaginary world where she's a bitch. <laughs> and everybody's yeah. complaining about it, and she doesn't get it. Per, well, okay, yes, because, okay, I'm picking up a lot of context clues, because mm. she's saying that uh, the colleagues give her the silent treatment for months over perceived but not intentional slights. Yeah. So she keeps unintentionally slighting people, which seems like she has a personality flaw. Yeah. I mean, that could be something she's unaware of and struggling with, but I don't think it's going to help her get better by having her husband throw it in her face that she's a shitty person when they're in a fight. Mm-hmm. If he really wanted to help her, he would help her when they're not fighting. That yeah. would be really trying to help somebody. But to just be like, hey, this thing that you feel bad about, I'm going to make you feel worse about it while you're already feeling really terrible. Yeah, if it's a serious concern, you need to be able to talk about it when neither of you is at a 10 out of 10 on the anger scale. Yeah. Like, you have to pick a day where you know you're not already mad. Be like, so, you keep saying this thing that hurts my feelings. Yeah. Where is that coming from? Do I do things that are annoying to people that I don't recognize mm-hmm. like is do I have a flaw yeah. do I need therapy yeah I think I found a new podcast partner <laughs> <laughs> that's good advice 
if you what just you want someone to agree with you <laughs> all the time. <laughs> uh, that is good advice. <laughs> but it's not as satisfying. Mm. Well, what would be your... Okay, so let's expand on this. Let's... Uh, Let's pick one of these to continue with and now c- and now carry on to the next part of the of the uh, advice question, which is what should she do about ensuring that this doesn't happen again? I feel like that's a good start. Do you feel like this is kind of like marriage ending thing or mm. I mean, I feel like counseling definitely would help if they don't have time for that. Although I mean the problem is like that's the answer to every relationship problem is like go, oh, to, go to couples therapy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's definitely helpful. But, you know, yeah. I feel like it's especially important in this one because it's a communication problem. Yeah. And sometimes you, you need, need that mediator to be like, Hey, this is uncalled for. Like you don't need right. to be, you know, I, it's probably super important. So if you, if, if you don't have time for counseling, you're, gonna, you're not going to have time for a marriage at all right. very soon. If you don't fix this problem. Amen. Yeah. I mean, some people just have really crazy issues and have done a lot of things to wrong each other. And it's like counseling is like, eh, I, didn't, I doubt that'll help you. But yeah, this is like, <laughs> they can teach you how to argue better. That seems very doable. Yeah. And they probably get divorced anyways, but, you know, at least they made that first step. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, sub advice. Don't have kids. <laughs> Too late for some people. Yeah. It is. Oh, that wasn't for everyone. That was okay. for this specific <laughs> like, woman. Jake, I can't take it back anymore. <laughs> that at you. But, you know. It is funny because when I first read this, I was like, oh, my God, he's such a dick. Mm-hmm. Like, that mm-hmm. sucks. I would be so hurtful. And then the more I thought about it I, I don't know i just completely changed <laughs> something about it just seemed off to you and you're something just like about this person it, like i could terrible. just picture someone that i th- did not like mm-hmm. writing this somebody who like cannot accept responsibility for any of their behavior yeah i mean i, I mean yeah. have you ever gone through a phase where you were just kind of a dick to people uh, yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that that it's a thing that needs to be thrown back in your face when you're in an argument with somebody i i went through a phase like that when i was younger and i was just kind of like i wasn't intentionally mean i d- wasn't doing it on purpose i was just mm. i said the wrong thing or was too personal about it or got really upset about some things that people did because i just couldn't accept that you know people are going to make their own decisions and make their own mistakes and that was very difficult for me to accept so That's i was hard. a little bit harsh i was a little bit mean i don't think i got better at that by having people tell me hey this is why people keep getting upset and not wanting to be your friend anymore. I think that would be helpful to me. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that old uh, old expression, like, if you wake up and you meet an asshole, you probably just met an asshole that day, but if you uh, go through your day and everyone's an asshole, maybe you're the asshole. Yeah, that's fair. So maybe you have a good point. I mean, if there are multiple people in this woman's life who are always having the same problem of, hey, you were kind of a jerk to me very recently, that's happening a lot to you, Maybe you're a jerk. Yeah, it's very possible. I, s- I won him over. Yeah, you got me. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Can that be the podcast from now on? We just, just try and con- <laughs> we try and convince, convince the, the guest who has the better advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was on his side, so technically you turned against yourself. Yeah, and <laughs> you're a fool for sticking with me this whole time, David. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Well, here's mine. Um, so some time ago, a friend told me that she was planning on leaving her husband, but was waiting for him to get a vasectomy. She said she knew she'd have to hold his hand through it to make sure that it happened. Once the procedure was done, she planned to break the news that she was going to end the marriage. I was dumbfounded, and I told her I was concerned that she had chosen to 
pressure her husband to have a vasectomy before letting him know that she was ending the marriage. She said that she had been warning him for years that she was planning to leave so it shouldn't come as a surprise. Furthermore, she felt that she could barely manage to uh, parent the children that they had and she didn't want him to be distracted by more kids. She later reported that when she told her husband of her decision to end the marriage for good, he told her that he was upset to learn that learned this after having gotten the vasectomy and that he believed it would hurt his chances of finding a new partner. Her response was that she was pretty sure this uh, that women weren't going to want to be interested in having children with him <laughs> at his age anyways. <laughs> <laughs> this woman is employed by an organization dedicated to reproductive choice and plans to work as a counselor. I have been troubled about what she told me for months and have considered disclosing the information to the organization, but I'm unsure. Would... Um, would just uh would it just be tattling on what i found out to be a reprehensible human behavior or would this be a reasonable act in response to a highly inappropriate behavior of someone working in the field of reproductive choice please advise mm. damn that last part really added a yeah. completely <laughs> shocking wrinkle to this yes because i mean sorry until we found that, i was like yeah this woman is a nightmare yeah uh but stop being friends with her yeah then like do you report her to her boss yeah maybe for this? if i don't know if she doesn't if she is that i don't know it's a pretty shitty thing to do but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what you're advising other people to do but if you can't see how that's so, that's so wrong. wrong i mean the person's a piece of shit but yeah yeah but you don't want to be a cop you know like don't i, I feel like unless they've done something like extremely negligent or criminal that you think they're dangerous. Yeah. I, I, I would never tell someone's boss about their behavior. That's just in something that, the, that happened in their personal life. Yeah. They're inter- I mean, she is, this person is a monster. Yeah. That person is, this person is fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even seem to be up for debate. Like this woman sucks. Yeah. Well, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Actually, no, I'm pretty, you're making but a good point. Yeah. I mean, I understand she wants to divorce him, but she doesn't want him to have any kids with anyone that's not her. Right. He's probably, you know, maybe he's a serial killer and she's just trying to, yeah. She's Make trying sure to get his genes mm-hmm. out of the out of the future yeah. gene pool. It makes a lot of sense. Possible. Yeah. She's maybe, a hero. maybe this Let's woman that's asking the question is terrible. Oh. You think about that? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Isn't this woman supposed to be your friend? Why are you taking her side? Yeah, didn't you ever hear snitches get stitches? Like, what are you doing, bitch? Why didn't she <laughs> tell the husband, like, hey, she's gonna divorce you, but she's making you get a vasectomy? <sighs> that might have been a good idea. Yeah, but it's a little late for that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, they are reversible. They so. are reversible, and they're actually pretty easy procedures. I got one. It's not that bad. You did? Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I don't know if I knew that. Maybe I did. I don't know if I mentioned it, but yeah, I got one uh, a couple years ago, and it's pretty, pretty easy. But the the reverse is supposed to be more expensive and a little bit more difficult. Mm. So you know, I can understand that being an issue. And also, if you knew your wife was planning on leaving you within three months, you yeah, might not have gone through with it. That's true too. So, oh God, what a <laughs> this poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I she was like oh well we've had trouble i've been telling him that i want to leave him mm-hmm. for a while so he should have known it's like he probably thought that was a step towards saving the marriage true yeah. yeah yeah if yeah if your girlfriend or your wife is saying i'm gonna leave you unless you, need you, to do unless you <laughs> need to do this <laughs> and you do it and i can really identify with this guy when i was 19 i had long hair mm-hmm. and uh, i was dating this girl she told you to cut it she told me to cut it and i cut it 
mainly for her, and then two weeks later we were broken up. Oh, that bitch. So that's I think that's exactly as bad <laughs> as what this guy went through. If it <laughs> weren't for her, you probably never would have gone bald. Right, it's true. That was this the first is bad. more reverse <laughs> irreversible than his <laughs> vasectomy. He just gets surgery; he'll be fine. Yeah, I'm, there's nothing I can do. No, unless you get like hair implants or something. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Different. Though. So there's options. Yeah. But damn, yeah. He'll, um, he'll make his own sperm again if he reverses it. You're not going to grow your own hair anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unless yeah. I uh, contact Four Hymns. That's a famous podcast uh-huh. sponsor. You know them? No. no. Okay. I was making a joke about podcasts. <laughs> anyway. That was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't listen to podcasts? We I do, but I feel, like uh-huh. I feel like there's not enough uh, people that are savvy on podcast jokes. <laughs> like I guess it was more of a just a straight reference <laughs> than a joke. <laughs> just referred to a thing that has podcast advertisements. Oh, right, right. They sell. Like, Skip ads like, uh, a lot. And now a word from our sponsors. I mean, I did. I got Harry's, but I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> I went with Dollar Shave Club. Uh, I might go switch over. I feel like I, I don't sh- need to shave enough to get have Harry's, so I canceled my prescription. Don't you get Meandies too? I do have Meandies. You are just a podcast Horror. advertising. Oh. <laughs> I did yeah, think about true. getting that too. Because I started getting comfortable underwear as Christmas presents, and uh, they're so great that now I kind of want to have more comfortable underwear just all the time. Yeah, MeUndies, it really looks like the only underwear I, I wear now. Wow. Is, is MeUndies. Well, uh, hopefully they can sponsor us. We're though. not being <laughs> paid for this. We're not Isn't paid that for that crazy? at all. <laughs> you just did a free ad. Yeah. Okay. I, so I recommend it to people. It's going to yeah. change your life. Anyway, please cut all that. Um, <laughs> so this woman. I'm going to keep that fake ad <laughs> and cut it into a certain part of this. Cut it into another episode. I'm going to say, okay, we're going to cut, we're going to cut to a quick commercial break and then I'm going to play you saying that about MeUndies. Yeah. MeUndies yeah. is probably going to send us a cease and desist and be like, <laughs> we do not want you guys representing <laughs> our brand at all. Oh man. All right. Do you have another question? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, don't, don't snitch on your friend <laughs> regardless. I don't know. Okay. My opinion. I recently became friendly with a couple who lost their 40-year-old son six months ago. We have grown close over the last several months. The issue is, as they are mourning the passing of their child, they have turned their home into a shrine. There are pictures of him in every room, etc. I know everyone handles grief differently, but this seems excessive, if not a little creepy. I suggested they see a therapist, which they did, but only a couple of times. Believe it or not, they were told they were on the right track. Do you have any suggestions? Yeah, fuck off. Right? What are you doing? You fucking tell somebody how to like mourn. That's insanity. Their child. That's their kid. That's oh, they insanity. put pictures of him in every room. If I'm my sorry. Kids died. I would fucking lose my mind. I would be way fucking worse than this person who's just putting pictures all over the place. I'd probably drive off of a cliff. Yeah, the fact that they are still going on with their lives is really like they're doing pretty good considering the circumstances and saw a therapist like what do you want like leave them alone yeah <laughs> That's crazy. it sounds like they're on the right track yeah i don't know why i feel like there's it's more telling with this person i feel like sometimes these are really telling like what the mm. fuck is going on in your life that you care about what these people are doing mourning their dead kid i don't think it's that they oh. care about that i think it's like oh they're bumming me out it's making them uncomfortable yeah so they're like yeah Please stop, stop bringing up your dead bad son. About your son. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, my advice to this person would just be go into these people's home, tear down this shrine, <laughs> burn it 
burn it, say he's gone and he's never coming back. <laughs> and I think they'll get the message. Uh, man. What could go wrong? I think on. the yeah. only time... They'll be upset about something else. The only time that this would be acceptable, and I'm not saying acceptable, like it would be better if it was another person in the family, like a brother. If the brother or sister were like, hey, mom and dad, I feel like you're not, you're like, this is not a healthy way to approach something. That's different because you guys both had a loss. It's also or if it was one, p- one, it was the mom and the dad was asking about it. Or it has to be someone that's in actually involved in it for them to give a shit and or I actually like have a say in this conversation. Like a guy we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some person I just made friends with recently. Yeah. Also, a, didn't their son die six months ago? Yeah, that's that's very that's recent. So recent. And I feel like even if it, like the one of the other kids did it, it would have to be something like so to where it's like dramatically affecting them. Yeah. That where they're like, can you please exactly. stop calling me by George's name? <laughs> yes. I feel really that's, bad. That's the reason I say that because I feel like in those situations, it could actually be affecting the oh relationships man. that are happening within that family at that moment. But to yeah. this person that's just friends, like, it shouldn't matter. Don't be friends with them if you really are bothered by it that much. I mean, you're kind of a, a dick if you pull back from a friendship because of that. But that's way more defensible than, than like, trying to... To tell them... Tell these people how to go on with their lives. They signed um, oh, They signed God. the question, finds it depressing in Indiana. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. You know what? It is a little depressing. <laughs> the fact that their adult son died. Yeah, that part is depressing. It's a bummer. I'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Finds it depressing in Indiana. It's it kind of sucks. It sucks ass. It definitely sucks. And I'm sorry they're making you feel this way. <laughs> You're the real victim here. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, I mean they would probably find it completely appalling how I have my dog's ashes on my bookshelf and sometimes i'll open it up and like put my hand on it well i guess it's not the yeah, same i have been meaning to talk to you about that <laughs> <laughs> well it says aiden and is it a shrine like a full-on shrine no it's like a box and his ashes are in it and yeah. then my friend clarissa like candles and pray for him <laughs> to return to me i <laughs> 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 drink goat's blood i have like a picture of him and then my friend clarissa uh she was traveling once and she saw like one of those like fake street signs and it said aiden drive and mm. she was like aha i thought of your dead dog and then so i like put that uh and you know it's it's funny what a fun sentiment aha i thought of your dead dog <laughs> it made me laugh i don't know oh, oh papa I thought of our, our dead doggo <laughs> yeah i don't know i feel it's like i mean some cultures um, like mexican people they do a shrine every year for dead people and i don't think that that's that weird no yeah i mean that culture because sometimes you can cross over to the other side and like hang out with them yeah. all the time like if in the condition that one of the relatives is trying to become a musician yes yeah yes yeah but they're just all bones right <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is Something they're like, like skeletons but, uh, it's spooky honestly we, my family never did that before and after watching coco we all decided to do that for the first time this year <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah it's like why is this a thing we've never done before yeah. it's like just never participated. No, I've been meaning to. Well, it was just a coincidence. It's just a part. Came. It's a part of our culture, but just something we never participated in. Yeah. Because we grew up here, so it wasn't a thing. And then we watched the movie. We're like, we should also do that. God, your poor dead relatives have been trapped. Every trapped year. over there. My mm. dad has been gone for a decade, and, and he's like, son of a bitch. 
<laughs> he's been able to see my kids this whole time and I stopped him from doing it. Yeah, you were just being lazy. <sighs> I yeah. didn't think about it. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't see the movie. It hadn't come out. You're like, ooh, I'm not going to do this dumb tradition. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I wasn't aware of all these uh, possibilities that I had learned from this movie that Americans made. I do think it's a good look for... <laughs> Two white people to shame, <laughs> shame <me> for not <laughs> the guy for culture. not participating in his culture. I would rather the right that, way, you know, than you shaming me for participating in my culture. If you start yelling at me for speaking Spanish or something, which I don't do, but you know, yeah, that's right, you don't do it. Not works. around me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got another one right here. Okay, <clears throat> so this person is saying, I've been married for ten years, and in the last. Four years, my husband stopped having sex or any type of intimacy, and we now sleep in separate bedrooms. I love him, but I feel that part of our life is over. He is the one who is no longer interested at he has ED. Uh, I feel so cheated out of a healthy sex life. Recently, I ran into a male friend who is in the exact same situation and would like to pursue a sex-only relationship. I am torn. <laughs> This is so funny to me. I don't know what to do. I don't want to <coughs> deceive my husband. And I openly told him I am craving sex. Any advice out there? I've never cheated. And I never imagined my marriage being like this. Signed, no more sex in my marriage. Okay. So I'm so glad I brought up Four <laughs> Hymns earlier. <laughs> Four Hymns is a sexual wellness brand for oh, men. Oh, interesting. And they will send you... Uh, I don't know what it's just with Viagra. You okay. can like order it online and they yeah. will send you Viagra. Just get the, there's drugs for this now. It's mm-hmm. my advice to this guy. Yeah. It's modern times. Does Come that on. always work though? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on why you have it. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, that would be a good first step. Try out some medication what to see if, if that helps out a little bit. What if you have ED? Cause you just find your wife repulsive now. Mm, that's a good <laughs> question. What if your wife is too ugly for, <laughs> Viagra I mean to overcome. Yeah, let's take this back to a previous episode. Let's say your wife just gains a ton of weight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's just completely unfuckable now. Uh, he you he just won't even sleep in the same bed with her anymore. Yeah, that is a weird... Like That's a very strange addition to this. Like, <laughs> like okay. Maybe she snores. What? Maybe she snores. Are they in separate bedrooms or just separate beds? What did he say? Let me look. Let me look it up. Hold because on. you better believe when Raúl gets married, no one's sleeping in a room with him. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, no one should sleep in the separate same house bedrooms. As him. Bedrooms. Okay. Oh, so actually, oh, here's a new theory. <laughs> oh. She snored so much that, yeah, he does his have ED. Broke. <laughs> <laughs> it broke his dick. <laughs> his dick don't work no more. Because how loud she snored. Very specific vibrations <laughs> cut into yeah, the nerves of his like dick. Yeah, it's like the brown note, but for your thoughts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it ruined his dick and balls. <laughs> uh, or, you know, maybe he does have ED, but the reason he's not pursuing it is like, if I get horny again, I might want to sleep in the same bed with her, <laughs> and then I'll never get any sleep. Yeah. I finally have peace. Yes, that's true. Because this, this woman snores like a fucking bear. Yeah. So he's finally free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for this guy. Yeah. God My grandparents him. slept in separate bedrooms for years. Why? I have no idea. And then they moved into a condo mm. and then they started sleeping in the same room again. And it's not like they were ever not in love. I think they were just like, oh, I like to do. Do you know that though? Yeah. I'm fairly certain. <laughs> sure. I, I'm shut the fuck up about <laughs> my grandparents. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think like he liked to watch TV all night, or she did, or something. Like okay. they just had different that just sort like of practical, patterns. practical thing to do. Yeah. yeah, but then they started sleeping together again, and I don't know. Maybe their habits changed. Yeah. I mean, they could no longer afford the additional bedroom. But that's true. Yeah. No, there's two. There's two bedrooms. Maybe they just got into the same routine, and it didn't seem worth it to to do that anymore. Yeah. Well, so what would our advice be? Do you think she should bone this new guy? I don't think you should cheat on your no. husband. <laughs> um, if y- if this is something that you need to talk to him about, try the dick pills first. Try the dick pills. Boom. Have a conversation about this. Who knows? Maybe he'll. Maybe if he really just doesn't have an interest in sex, he'll just let you. You know, explore your sexuality with somebody else. That's what I'm yeah. saying because he doesn't seem to care. Yeah, but so also guys are really sensitive, so it might not end up working out. But it's worth a shot. Maybe give it a chance. Yeah, she's got a few options there. Yeah, she's got several options. I feel like cheating on your husband is probably at the bottom of the list of things that you could do I would, if yeah. nothing else works. I can't think of any time any advice columnist anywhere should recommend. <laughs> yeah, just cheat on him. Well, so what do you think? <laughs> just fuck around <laughs> on him. Who cares? So let's say worst case scenario. He takes the ED pills. They don't work. She talks to him about it and is like, this is a part of our marriage that is like really if, like affecting me. Can yeah. I sleep with this guy? He's like, no, I don't want you to do that, but also makes no effort at all. Then that's just, yeah, you're not even going to put effort into fixing this. Would you recommend that she divorce him or would you recommend that she just puts up with it? Or would you recommend that she cheats on him? Because those are like the three options in this. I would say Can he get really good at fingering? (laughs) That too. Yeah. I'm I'm saying if he's like, I'm not interested in making any sort of effort. Then, yeah, yeah, I would say. With her puss puss. Ultimatum. (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> Why did we have to do that? <laughs> I just knew in this moment that if I said it, it would make everyone uncomfortable. Well, congratulations. <laughs> you The prophecy has come true. <laughs> yeah. So I, w- I would say if he's not open to any of these uh, suggestions, then... Get a Sibian. <laughs> that <laughs> or divorce. Oh. Cheating would be probably not any suggestion that I would give. Yeah. Unless uh, that's your like last, if you have nothing else and you can't escape for whatever reason, let's say there's no. like a there's like a like a hitman. He's like, if you leave your husband, I'll shoot your children. <laughs> then you can then wow. you can cheat. That's okay, the, this that's is a good way to go about it. Turn into a much different situation. <laughs> I'm inventing g- scenarios now, also. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, across the board, if someone is threatening to murder someone yeah. unless you cheat on your spouse, then do it. I think you should. You're morally yeah. obligated to do it. Yeah. Any any death. Well, what if it's someone you don't know? It's like, oh, this is this is gonna be someone. You in want another someone's country. blood on your hands? What if? Okay, what, uh, there's a ten percent chance that I will kill someone in another country. And you'll never know. Is it like a poor country? <laughs> that matters. What <laughs> color are these people? Before Brittany makes her decision. Uh, it's a very cosmopolitan society. <laughs> it's all different races and economic levels. Could be. It's too risky. <laughs> <laughs> Ten <laughs> percent is pretty low. So yeah, it'd have to be a little okay. higher. It's fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> You're yeah. getting closer. I'm trying. I'm negotiating this because okay. I think I think it's good to know your limits. For me, it's zero percent. There's no way. Yeah. No I way. Never cheat on my wife. Never in a hundred fucking years. Really? No. <laughs> 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 if I got any cover, I'd be like, oh, well, there's a 0.006% chance yeah. that some guy. Some I guy's met. like, I'm going to tickle you if you don't cheat on your wife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm morally compelled. <laughs> the categorical imperative yeah, exactly. demands that I cheat on my wife. I hate being tickled, though. 
So you would, you, you would do it then? No, I could never, like, the guilt would eat me alive. I would just walk yeah. around, like, like seriously. Well, you wouldn't feel I'm guilty about someone dying because you didn't cheat on your husband? I think that we've moved on to the tickle scenario in this one. I feel right? like... Well, um, we shouldn't answer the death scenario. Okay. I feel like I could get over that. Like, I could work past that. I would be devastated <laughs> at first. <laughs> what? But, I, the but it wouldn't be... But, but, but eventually you're able to move on. You know, sometimes, like, people who are drunk drivers, they kill someone. Like, they live with it every day, but they're able to... But you to could never live with... Cheating. No, if you cheat on your husband, you are going to be constantly nervous and you worried every single day. That you don't think your husband would understand that you had to do it so that somebody wouldn't die? I don't know. Men are prideful. I mean, I mean also, it's a it's an insane scenario. <laughs> Who would believe this? <laughs> <laughs> you told him, like, listen, honey, I didn't I want don't to. <laughs> but this guy yeah. said that there was a... 12.7% chance <laughs> that a stranger in a distant country would die if I didn't do it. Any lower like, and uh-huh. I wouldn't have, but he found that, that exact... <laughs> he found the exa- the, to the tenth of a percent. <laughs> if it was 12.6, I'd be I'd roll the fucking dice, yeah. but I, I couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't live with that blood. I'm just saying, probably rather ruin somebody else's life than mine. I mean, you wouldn't be ruining so much as ending it. They would be I meant like their friends and family. Oh, okay. yeah. For the ruin... Yeah, not oh, just not the just them, but all the people <coughs> that didn't care about them. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay, but how about this? Same percentage chance that someone will die, but if he does it, it's a guarantee that they have at least one kid. Um, you are assuming that I have a high importance on like parental Okay, what if they were gonna murder okay. someone's dog, then what would you do? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. okay. Right. I don't know why this is a thing. One yeah, percent okay. chance that they're gonna kill a dog you've never met. Damn it. He's a very good dog, also. Oh, <laughs> what kind of dog is it? I don't know mm, what kind. Golden like. Retriever. I'm sorry <laughs> oh, to say. Oh, the nicest. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That'd be easy if it was a Rottweiler or something. I just like Rottweilers a lot yeah. too. No dogs. Yeah, if it was just what some p- shitty kid, then whatever. But I just want to say, obviously, <laughs> that I've been kidding about all of this. Yes. No one's winking. <laughs> okay. So, oh gosh, these people are young. Okay, I'm 19 and my husband is 21. We are parents of a one-year-old daughter. My husband's elder brother is married and has two daughters. This guy was wild when he was young. (laughs) You guys are young. Okay. He was arrested several times and he even spent a little time in jail. I do admit that he settled down quite a bit when he got married. He appears to be a good husband and father. He is also a good worker and makes excellent money working construction. I love when people have to qualify everything by like, and they have a great job too. Yeah. That's nice. The (laughs) amount of value that people attach to that is really cool. My husband has always been laid back. He has never been in trouble with the law. And like his brother is a good husband and father. He earns decent money working as an auto mechanic. Okay. He is a very good employee. My None of this is relevant to the question at all. Okay. My husband doesn't drink, but his brother always seems to have a can of beer in his hand whenever he is not working. This guy, with the full permission of his wife, likes to go to bars that feature nude female dancers. Last week, he called my husband and invited him to go to a nudie bar with him and several of his friends. My husband asked me whether I would mind if he went, and I told him I didn't like the idea, so he didn't go. I thought the issue was dead, but last night his brother's wife called me and told me I was selfish and untrusting for not encouraging my husband to have a night out with the boys. I politely told her that I didn't want my husband to go to a nudie bar and that I myself had no desire to go to a bar featuring nude men. She then called me impossible and hung up. Now my husband thinks I should call this lady and apologize for making her upset. I disagree. Your opinion, please. 
that's fucking dumb. This dude has the coolest wife ever. His brother? Yeah. The woman who's calling. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to call somebody else's wife and like, why don't you let your husband see tits? What's wrong with you? You frigid <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Prude. That is the coolest shit I've ever heard. Um, I mean, there were so many extraneous details in there. Yeah, so much what, unnecessary information. It was like a really poorly constructed riddle. Yeah. Of like how much money they made, what yeah. blue collar jobs they had paid uh, like no payoff on mm-hmm. any of that. It's just like so my husband uh, wanted to go to a strip club and I said no. Is that cool? <laughs> That's basically <laughs> the question. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it's fun. You know, strip clubs are not that great in my opinion. I don't think I've, I've never been to one. Uh, I went to a party time had a stripper there and i kind of like just hit behind my wife the whole time <laughs> so oh. comfortable okay, well that's <laughs> so you're like the opposite of this lady that's the, one of the least cool things i've ever <laughs> stripper and i i didn't want to i didn't want to be wife. front row in case she tried to like come up to me i was like uncomfortable i get yeah i mean i would be uncomfortable yeah. in that situation i guess i think it's so around to want to get a aroused or it's so weird to me that people want to get aroused in front of like their friends yeah i don't i wonder like now that there is porn yeah easily available online everyone who goes to a strip club i'm like do they let you like jack off in there is that because i don't think you're allowed to do that but yeah. if you're watching porn at home you can you can just do that yeah and nobody gets mad at you that's true but the strip clubs it's so I, I'm baffled by it. Yeah. I kind of get if you're single and you're lonely and you want to like get a lap dance or something and you go like, I kind of understand that, but just wanting to go with your brother to look at naked girls together. Yeah. is very weird to me. I mean, I've been to strip clubs several times with like groups of friends, Yeah, but it's always sort of like, this will be funny or not funny because I don't want to degrade them because I don't think it's degrading but like it'll be entertaining but we're not going to get horny (laughs) and have a night with the guys you know yeah yeah it's and I I've also been to like a party where it was happened to be at a strip club but I don't think anyone was like super into it like like there were people other people there they're like not with our group and it was just like a group of two or three guys who were not talking to each other, yeah, just dead-eyed looking at a naked woman, and it sucked. Like yeah. that is depressing as hell. It like, really is. I I don't get what that person is getting out of it. I don't like. Yeah. Like so, just go watch, watch a movie. Porn. Like, I I, you know, <laughs> there's if a you're much not gonna jerk off. Just watch like showgirls or something yeah, that's, great. <laughs> that's great advice yeah watch <laughs> showgirls if you just want to see tits but not do anything yeah just like sit on your hands like boy this is an <laughs> attractive some, woman these are some tits right here there's some, a lot of stuff going on yeah <laughs> i don't yeah i mean some people like strip clubs cool and if you want to let your partner go to strip clubs yeah go for it but if you don't like you don't have to get shamed by anybody for doing that's it it's kind of stupid though. yeah that's your relationship you yeah. get to make the whatever boundaries you want yeah it's not some weird construction worker's <laughs> wife <laughs> business yeah, that would that. be totally different yeah. yeah uh yeah i mean i personally wouldn't care that much because i don't think uh strip clubs are very lurid and i'm pretty sure that your husband's not going to bone one of the strippers after no. it would be too expensive and he couldn't afford it with this fucking 
mechanic job. Yeah, like it wouldn't <laughs> what really. What if he's really suave though? He's like so charming. So charming. She's worried. Oh, he's just gonna talk to them and they're gonna and fall she'll in love want with him. To. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It wouldn't bother me that much if my husband wanted to go. But if you marry somebody then you commit to them. And I think it's valid if that person doesn't want you to see another person naked. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I agree that it's not a big deal when that, that part of the question came up. It was like, yeah, it's not a big deal. Like I wouldn't make such a big deal about it. But the part where the brother's wife called and yelled at her for not letting her, letting him go. That's just fucking ridiculous. And also why is the, hu- like the it's husband getting, upset about it like if you if you were okay with that decision like you agreed that you weren't gonna go then why would you get upset that your wife made somebody else upset about it 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 is very strange that he both (coughs) agreed to his wife's request to not go to a strip club but then also stuck up for the construction worker wife yeah (laughs) like that's a very strange combination of things like maybe he Wanted to go. Desperately wanted to go and is hoping that if she talks to the world's coolest wife again, yeah, she'll get talked into it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's also really fucking young. I'm, I'm sure a strip club seems so exciting right now when he's young and has probably seen very few tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that checks out. Yeah. yeah. She's, how old is this person? 19 or something? She's 19. Her husband's 21. <sighs> See? I mean. It's wild. I get it almost, you know, like, but I would maybe if I was giving advice, advice to the husband, I'd be like, dude, trust me, you're not missing out that much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess if you had never been to a strip club and you're curious about it, I can maybe see that, but they're not that cool. I can't imagine they would be. I mean, like I said, I only went to a place that had a stripper at someone's house, so it wasn't the same thing as a strip club, but I imagine it's very similar. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't get this guy or this woman, why she's giving everyone's job. Like, would this be an extremely different question if they were all lawyers? <laughs> it's like, oh, well. <laughs> if you're an educated lawyer, but you're not open-minded <laughs> enough to allow your husband. So that's interesting. Oh, but she has a blue-collar job. Yeah. So I get it. You're still living in the past <laughs> where a man can make a living with just the sweat of his brow. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, she shouldn't apologize. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. In conclusion. To sum up, mm-hmm. no apology. Yeah. Yes. That lady should apologize to you. Unless yeah. if one of these people gets a better job, in which case. Right. If someone, yeah, if he becomes like a foreman. Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> this whole scenario goes haywire. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's crazy. Cool. Cool. Do we have more <laughs> advice to give? Well, we, I mean, <laughs> we're already up. at an hour and five minutes, so oh. do you want to do another question, or should we wrap it up? <laughs> Let's do one more question. Okay. <sighs> yeah, because we're going to cut that whole thing. Where I <laughs> the entire ad. thing. The ad? Yeah. No, I'm just going to insert it in a different part. <laughs> I'm going to cut to ads. So you should put that in a, another episode, so it looks <laughs> that like you are... That would be amazing. ...banking... <laughs> Ads. Yeah. That's my advice. Oh, I can use it for this one and a different one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just play it like every three episodes. Okay, let's see. Uh, so this is um, 
It says, my fiance and I have been together for six years. We own a house together and live together. But six months ago, I began having doubts about our long-term compatibility. Compatibility. (laughs) I don't know why I can't say that right now. See, I love discussing big issues, religion and politics. He can't stand it. I'm deeply spiritual. He's firmly agnostic. I crave affection. He doesn't. Recently, the physical intimacy has completely ended. We never touch, ever. He's even mentioned twice that he's no longer attracted to me, but he's attracted to other people. I feel (laughs) like we've become roommates or friends instead of a couple. Breaking up would be messy. He's a great guy. We share the same friends. Our lives are so intertwined. I don't want to mess up our life. But I'm so unhappy. Why isn't he? Is this the life he wants? Is this normal? Signed, my lo- fiance lost interest. Uh, no. Is he that happy if he's lost interest and says he's not attracted to you anymore? Maybe this is a hot take. Seems fine. Seems like everything's going great for these people. I feel like you would like that relationship. <laughs> like very little. Like I don't want to talk to her very much if I don't have to. <laughs> I would hate that. Yeah. No. She. Uh, yeah. I mean. It's tough to even say much about it because obviously they are basically broken up already. Yeah. My they advice, don't I was just going to say, is to be buds. Yeah. Just why be not pals. Just be friends. What, do you think, what do you think of common? Well, that's true, but they have a lot of the same friends. The same friends, friends so they can continue to be friends. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. a lot of these are pretty important things to a relationship. Like Majorly. Having like the same type like of beliefs. Being in love with I someone. Think it's more <laughs> of, yeah, that too, but <laughs> being attracted to them. Being Not attracted wanting to, to fuck them, other people all the time. All that stuff. Very These important. Are pillars of yeah. a relationship. But also a opinion. lot of that stuff, like I, I feel like having different taste in music or movies, that isn't a big deal. But if you have different views on religion and politics and things like that, that's the kind of thing that's gonna be difficult to like yeah. build a life around. Yeah, I, I mean I think differences can be good. Like, if someone agrees with you 100% all the time on everything, that can get boring. Mm-hmm. If you have different tastes or not different political beliefs, that would be Very nightmare. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> but different religious beliefs, like, I feel like you can get past that. I, I couldn't. You don't <laughs> think so? Different religious beliefs? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how strong they feel about it. Yeah, I guess. Man. I also feel like it would, I don't know, I feel like it's... It's it's made some parts of our life easy because I know if we're around family, we're both on the same page and it's us yeah. against them. If we're going to raise our kids a certain way, we know that both That's of us true. are not going to raise them religiously. We're both going to be like... God's not real. <laughs> if yeah, that happens, that discussion comes up. Jake, you wouldn't even date somebody who <laughs> knows what their star sign is. So that is true. That's very different, though. That wha- I mean, if you believe in astrology, that's <laughs> absurd. But that's I feel like <laughs> you weren't even like if you believe in astrology. I feel like you were like even if you kind of casually read your horoscope mm-hmm. and find it interesting. <laughs> yeah, I would never respect you or date you. <laughs> I feel like that's totally fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I... Uh, but I think more tolerable than religion, for me, at least. I am personally very turned off by people that believe in astrology. Yeah. It's not... I mean, it's not as severe as you <laughs> may have characterized it. You know, if you read your horoscope, I don't care. But if yeah. you genuinely believe it and, like, think that it's real... Yeah. We have very different understandings yeah. of the world what, what about would you date a republican no <laughs> you fucking kidding me <laughs> I'm what just if they were like mega hot oh well of course <laughs> <laughs> if they're hot yeah, let's go to that so who's that one for oh. that girl from the blaze would you date her tommy lauren <laughs> <laughs> i'd yeah absolutely 
she's she's the exception. She's so smart, though. You know, it's like she's so cool. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, she's one of the good cute. Republicans. She's one of the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would barely date a Democrat, you know? <laughs> like, if I met somebody that was super into, like, Chuck Schumer or something like that, that would be very difficult. Yeah. And we're sort of on the same side politically. In, in theory, yeah, I guess. Sort of. I mean, I called for a communist revolution <laughs> earlier <laughs> in this podcast, so maybe not. But, yeah, there are things that you can get past, and there are things that you can't and there are things that make relationships and life in general interesting yeah but i mean the biggest problem for me would be this guy doesn't like talking about this stuff Mm -hmm. and you do yeah that is difficult to overcome Mm -hmm. regardless of how similar or different your beliefs are if you're like hey i really want to explore like is there a god talk about that what is the right thing to do politically talk about that and he's like nah no, no. It's, what's the best season of Friends? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, you guys are just not compatible. And also, he sucks. Yeah. Also, <laughs> season three, obviously. Actually, I'm kidding. I just made that up. <laughs> no fucking idea. They're actually all, all bad is the answer. <laughs> they are all yeah. bad. <laughs> it's a bad show. Oh, I'm sorry if Madison's listening to this podcast. Oh, is she a big She's uh, huge friends, friends head? Yeah, she loves it. I'm sorry. I find it horribly overrated. Anywho. Total um, Monica move there. I, uh, I find this question <laughs> completely <laughs> impossible to give an opinion on. Why? Uh, because I don't know what any of them do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Okay, so she is a chemical engineer. <laughs> he is a bus driver. Yeah. Oh, and her divorce. Yeah. Her Over. dad is the junior senator from <laughs> Iowa. Uh, her mom. Okay. I'm yeah. just going to list <laughs> jobs. I could have done that for an hour. Yeah. <coughs> Oh, I mean, they need to break up 100%. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you've built a life together is, it's, it's just not a good reason to not yeah, like end a relationship that's obviously already broken and terrible. Anytime you're with someone for an extended period of time, like over a year or two, it's probably pretty easy to feel like you have a life together. But that doesn't mean that every time you're with someone over a year, mm-hmm. it's like, well... We're yeah, stuck it's together. Too late. Yeah, and right now we it's still easy be. to get out. You haven't committed too much yet. Yeah. There's like you're not. I don't think they're. Are they married? No, six no. years engaged. Yeah. So see, yeah, dude, you fucking, you can get out of it right now. You don't have any like legal binds. You don't have kids yet. Yeah. Like, and it would be a waste of time for you sure. Don't have a, no pet to mention. Maybe they do have a pet together. Who knows? But yeah, you know, they could they could trade yeah. off weekends or whatever. Six Cross that bridge when you come to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I would recommend having a sham marriage so you can get a bunch of gifts from your friends and family. Oh, that does sound nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I would say. I feel I like we should. People should give their friends gifts when they get divorced because that's when like they're you losing all their possessions you, the and they, you gotta yeah. move into a new place yeah you need appliances it's like, oh she got the toaster oven like, well this would be Probably, a great time for me yeah. to put that on the fucking list oven. i would for sure keep the toaster oven because they're awesome they're really great i make I'm, i cook with those things on the daily mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i've got one recently it doesn't really make great toast though it's like softer on <laughs> one side it's very weird so well flip it then yeah, but, but I got to stop it in the middle and like reach in and flip the bread. I remember when I my got my first toaster oven, I legitimately ate loaves of French bread every day for like two months because <gasps> oh it was so awesome. Yeah, they were great. I mean, you don't have to preheat I mean, the oven, so that's amazing. Love I mean, that. Hell yeah. That rules. <laughs> I just love fucking loaf of bread. <laughs> oh, hey. 
Hey. Hey. That's hey. funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of. It just seems like you loved bread that much. Yes. <laughs> I love bread that much, too. Yeah. I would eat. Yeah, um, when I was in high school, I would get like a loaf of French bread from Vaughn's yes, near my that's house. Y- exactly. And I didn't reheat it. I didn't have a great toaster. <laughs> 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 that I did, but you just eat a bunch of bread. and It's great. Yeah. yeah. That's my advice. Get eat a toaster oven. Just eat bread. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Check it out. I'm really I'm into bread. Super <laughs> o- I'm super off bread right now. <laughs> And that bread tip, huh? Yeah. yeah. So, but I'm, I'm all about the uh, toaster oven life. I cook fish on it pretty much every single night. And it's very useful because you don't have to preheat mm. the oven and get your house all hot, especially during the fucking summer in California. You fucking turn the oven on in 90 degree weather. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, I guess that's my advice to this woman. You just got to get a toaster oven. <laughs> She'll really turn around for you. Yeah. That's all you need. Break up. Make sure you take the toaster oven with you in the breakup. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and let him have the dog or the kids or whatever you got. But <laughs> get that <laughs> toaster oven. <laughs> Even though they're only like forty dollars to get a new one. It's a lot. Yeah. It's mm. a lot to spend when you're when you already have to buy a bunch of new things to move into your new place. And you're losing half your friends probably. Yeah, yeah the friends uh yeah. That's tough though if, if they're more one person's friends than the other. Because mm. you're definitely losing friends then. Yeah, for sure. So that's a tough one. But you know. Who needs them? <laughs> yeah, there's no shortage of friends, <laughs> as we've said many times in the past. So wise. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, that's going to be the end of. Do you have any solicited advice this this week? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Do you guys have an email address that people send advice to? No, I feel like it's small. We're small enough right now that you can just send us a Facebook message. You can't afford <laughs> your own email address <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> uh, I just feel like it would. G- Use. But you've gotten requests for advice before. Yes. Oh, how about this? Maybe more people would reach out to advice for advice if they knew. Oh, I can email. If they really unsolicited wanted it, pod if they really wanted it, they would reach out and ask for it. Maybe they're sh- bashful. That's true. Maybe after That's we get the advice. sponsorship from MeUndies, then we'll really we'll make be a okay. An email. Yeah. That's my advice to you: is create a email address for the podcast okay every podcast has an email address <laughs> okay it's you, guys, you gotta get in the big leaks i'm gonna make okay. an email address and feel real bad about myself when nobody emails it so that's i feel like that's gonna happen also but even without Fun. having researched if this email is taken or not i'm gonna assume it's gonna be unsolicited advice podcast at gmail.com might be too long you know what <laughs> we're gonna set it up send us an email <laughs> By the time you hear this, that email will be set up. It'll be a thing. I promise it's not taken. Uh. All right. Now, if you're listening, don't make a fool out of me. <laughs> you got to email these guys for advice. Yeah. Please. Ask for advice so we can give you solicited advice. Uh, but please include your job because how are we going <laughs> to? Yeah, yeah. Please include There's your job. There's no way to continue if we don't have Unnecessary job. medical history if you have it. If people consider Heights, you to be a, weight, p- put in a your height. pillar of yeah. the community, that yeah. too. please include that. If you're a good Christian and you, <laughs> what is it? Or, uh, we've gotten a couple of Christian ones in the past and I can't remember what they say when they're like, we both accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So if you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please. Also yeah, include, that. include that pillar of the community. Like you said, that's another important one. Give a nice one to 10 on how devout you are. Yeah. And how attractive you are. That's important also. Ooh, yeah. I feel like a lot of these questions have, have been dependent on how hot this person is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, you know, can you sizes. afford to break up with this person? I don't know. Yeah. What if, well, that's where the job part comes in. No, I meant like afford to like, will someone oh, else date you? Will someone else date you? Because if they're, they're a so nine ugly. and you're like, 
a six or something and you just lucked out, you got to hang on to that forever. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're not going to get another nine. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> That's why well, now, now that you know that, uh, hopefully we were nicer on this episode to all these people, but I think we were I probably think it meaner was than normal. Quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> You're probably meaner than usual. Yeah. <laughs> but that's going to be the end of the episode, guys. Thanks for oh, listening, yeah. Jake. Jake, thanks for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Do for you having have anything me. you want to plug, Jake? Uh, hmm, I have no projects. Okay. I really should have started a podcast or something before I came on, so I'd have something to plug. You know what? If what what podcast are you planning on starting? Similar I'll tell you to what. our email, you should start a podcast that will be out by the time this episode comes well, out. Well, I tell you what, I will. Once I create a podcast, I will email you, <laughs> and I will ask <laughs> you for advice on how to promote that podcast. Okay, and I'll say promote it on this podcast. And then but my we'll, job will we'll be done. To, we'll get to that when that happens. That's months away. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Don't overdo anything.